The reading this morning is taken from Luke chapter 9, verses 1 to 6. Jesus sends out the twelve. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Probably pray for Marion, actually, but (laughs) let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for being with us this morning. We thank you that you meet with us and you charge each one of us to proclaim the kingdom of God. And so as we turn to your word now, we ask that you would open our hearts and minds to experience again the love that you have for each one of us. In your name, amen. I didn't know quite how to start this morning, but um, Paul, our beloved Archdeacon, has given me the great entry because I can now be the conductor for you. Uh, because today is Marion's birthday and this, we're here now and we're at Cafe Church later on today, 5.30, tea and cake. 5.30, tea and cake, Lawnsmead Cafe Church. Did I make that clear? Good. Um, uh, we, we went up to London for the last couple of days uh, and on Friday night we went to the Wigmore Hall uh, for a concert. Unbelievable. Uh, the violinist was something extraordinary. It, it, my hair's going up and down my neck. Uh, the power of it, the proclamation of it, the uh, words and the imagination which flowed through that music. I was sitting there with my eyes closed and I had visions of what Schumann or Ravel or uh, Corigliani, I think it was, Uh, was trying to say through the music. It was fantastic. And and then the following uh, morning, we went to the Saatchi Gallery uh, to see the uh, modern uh, British artists. So very, very contemporary work. Some of them, I'm not quite sure what they were saying uh, to me, but they were saying something. And boy, did they say it boldly. It was right out there proclaiming the word that had come to them. And a couple of weeks ago, we we had our son over, as you remember, from America, uh, and we went to the Tolkien exhibition in Oxford. Uh, Remarkable, actually, that he invented this whole kingdom. Uh, And he had lots of drawings, and all his scribbles were there, and it was his whole thought process about how he could proclaim the word that he wanted to put across. And this morning we have that wonderful passage uh, from Luke. It's also in Matthew and Mark. So this is an important passage. It's a whole concept about proclaiming the kingdom of God. Uh, And it, it is the most 
delightful passage for someone who is in business as well. Because if there ever there was a, this is the way to do it, this is the way to do it. Because the disciples had, first of all, experienced, there are five steps to this, and first of all, they had experienced life with Jesus. Even the uh, chapter before, in chapter 8 of Luke, you see that uh, they had uh, cast out a demon from a child, They'd, or Jesus had healed the woman who was bleeding, and then he'd raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. The very things that he then says to the disciples, please go and do the same thing. So they'd experienced immediately before. And we as individuals experience the love and the warmth and the joy of God. And then he calls them. There's something very, very exciting in a calling. So thank you for using that word this morning, Paul, that I'm called to this. It's chosen, set apart. And the amazing thing is that God has called every single person here to do the same thing. Isn't that exciting? Good. (laughs) Rousing. We are chosen. We are set apart. We are called by God to proclaim and announce his coming kingdom. And when we are called, we do things differently. I mentioned uh, Will Donaldson's book a little uh, two or three weeks ago, Live Differently in Order to Make a Difference. That's to be called. We are indeed all called. And I find it interesting that he didn't say, right, come, come around. Well, you two can go over there and you two, the rest of you stay with me. He had 12 disciples. How many went? All 12. And if you look at verse 60 in the same passage in chapter 9, it then says that he called all to proclaim the kingdom of God. And then in the next chapter, chapter 10, he gathers all 72. Hello. We're already growing. And he sends out 72 to proclaim the kingdom of God. And now he calls all Christians, all followers, everywhere to proclaim the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter whether you are uh, playing music. It doesn't matter whether you are a great artist. It doesn't matter if you're great with your pen. Anne-Marie, thank you again for the flowers. Marion often, when we're driving home, Marion says, did you see the flowers again today? She said, the only thing I enjoy when you have to get there early is the fact that I can sit in the pew, look at the flowers and praise God. Thank you. Because that's what you're doing. You're proclaiming the kingdom of God through what you're doing. I I was talking to someone at, at Cafe Church And I said, but you influence people. And they said, I don't influence people. I said, well, what happens when you go in the local shop? She said, I buy bread. Or I buy milk. And I said, do you speak to them? Well, sort of. I said, so how do do you do that? Because you are influencing in your daily life other people. That's what calling is about. It's being called. Every single one of us proclaims the word of God. 
But we don't have to do that on our own because the beauty of this passage here is that Jesus calls them and then he equips them. He gives them power and authority in verse 1. Power and authority to go out. He doesn't say go and climb the mountain and here's a pair of flip-flops. He says go and climb the mountain and, and, and here's the jacket and here's the rucksack and here's the crampons and here's the rope and here's everything else. Everything you want. And he's saying the same thing to us. You are your own individual person. And wherever you are, you're going to influence people because you're speaking to them, you're behaving in a certain way, you're treating them in a certain way, and that way is my way. And in doing so, you are proclaiming the kingdom of God. Paul, I don't know if you've been asked yet, but doubtless you will be asked to abseil down the side of Guildford Cathedral. It seems to happen to most people that work anywhere near the cathedral whenever there is uh, a charity day. Uh, and when you stand on the top, not that I've done it, although I have done some abseiling, I'll do it for you. It'll be a pleasure. But when you stand at the top and look over the edge, you will probably feel unprepared and ill at ease. The good news is that you will be strapped up like a bunny, or indeed like Boris Johnson on a, a zip wire, for that matter. You will have the equipment. You will be safe in someone else's arms. And we are equipped to proclaim the kingdom of God simply because we spend time in God's presence. So God calls us, he equips us, and then he thirdly gives us the brief. He gives us the instructions. And he says, I want you to go out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. I think that was to illustrate that his healing of body, mind and spirit is total. He wants the whole person, the whole body uh, to be one. The disciples themselves they actually found it difficult to heal sometimes. So it's not a given. But we have the power of God with us. And then finally, as we've seen over the last few weeks, if you are called to live differently to make a difference, you actually have to do the living. You have to play your part in order to make the difference. And so the disciples actually leave their comfort zone. And they go out and they live differently. They proclaim the kingdom of God. And of course, unless they take that first step, they'll never get there. As they say, unless you break the first egg, you'll never make the pavlova. <laughs> At least that's what I say. Bizarrely, two weeks ago, uh, uh, bizarrely, actually, two weeks ago, West Ham won. I mean, that is bizarre. But extraordinarily, quite near the end of the game, the manager turned to Perez on the bench and said, I want you to play. And there he is, a substitute. And he refused. That is odd. I, I don't know how much he's paid, but he refused to play. We have to play our part. We have to get on the pitch if we're going to change the game. 
We have to proclaim the kingdom of God if we're going to change people's hearts and minds. You may also know that um, I have been called into my old uh, joy of decorating over the last few weeks by my son. Uh, I am very OCD, so it has, to go, it has to be right. So I didn't allow him, you know, he was there physically, but I didn't allow him to do anything, obviously. Uh, until he'd actually seen what was going on. And then I asked him to help. And I gave him some instructions. And he played his part. And it was a lot quicker then. <laughs> so I must learn that for myself. But he was, in a sense, proclaiming the kingdom of God. He'd seen, he'd experienced, he was called, he got his instructions, he had the equipment, and he played his part. And each one of us, even today, needs to play our part. In whatever way it is. As I say, whether it's singing, whether it's writing, whether it's making our art, whether it's arranging the flowers, whether it's making the coffee, we do it to the glory of God. That is the first mark of mission, proclaiming the kingdom. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I, I personally I want to thank you for this opportunity because you give me the opportunity to delve into your word and try to understand it. But I pray that you would touch every one of us here this morning, that we might each sit at your feet, that we might appreciate that we are at your throne, the throne of grace, the throne of love, the throne of mercy. And that as we, as we move out from this church into our community, into our working life, so you may help us to be different people, to live differently, to make a difference, that we may proclaim the coming kingdom of God, the kingdom already come in our lives. And we ask for your help and your service. Because when we turn to you and we ask you to do something, you simply turn back to us and say, but I made you. Father, send us out in the power of your spirit to proclaim your kingdom now and always. In your name. Amen.